entertainment, insights. Don't take life too seriously. Welcome to Brainsky Unleashed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Brainsky Unleashed. Uh, today, I am joined by Sally Gimmon. She is uh, someone who loves to save Americans money. So God bless her for that. And uh, that aligns very much with my mission with Profit Max, keep your cash. And so uh, she's going to talk about some things uh, that uh, I was completely unaware of. Uh, she teaches Americans to save money in ways that the Rockefellers have, that U.S. presidents have, that the rest of us have no idea how it works. So, uh, Sally, welcome to the program. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you letting me talk to your audience. Oh, absolutely. So uh, we're going to jump right, right out of the gate. I have to ask, what is a spendthrift? trust. Can you explain that? Correct. The full name, you don't need a full name, but I'll tell you, it's irrevocable, complex, discretionary, non-grantor, spendthrift trust. Most people are unaware that the tax code went into effect February of 1913 and was supposed to be around for only six years. The Barron families, the Rockefellers, the DuPonts, the Carnegies, uh, the Kennedys, purposely put this into the tax code way up high, 643B, of the tax code. I'm dyslexic. I will never be an accountant, but most accountants work in the 300, 400 level. Uh, with, that's where most of the ta taxes are returned. And this is what the rich families have. Um, people, people like, uh, I'm going to give a bad story, O.J. Simpson. He has his trust. You know, he actually went to jail for breaking into a hotel room and it didn't affect him. He's still off golfing uh, you know, three times a week. A certain president who's in the news quite a bit. His dad started the trust. There's a reason he didn't pay taxes. I mean, I, I don't want to be, you know, cause political things, but this is legal. It's legal, copywritten in the IRS tax code. I personally have saved over $177,000 in taxes in three years. And my goal is to teach as many other people, business owners and 1099 income earners and real estate investors, because we, we, we don't talk about death and taxes are a taboo subject. You know, uh, many of my podcasts revolve around uh, saving people uh, money with taxes. Uh, you right. know, I, I work with ProfitMax, so we, we're tax strategists. This is what we do. Um, to, you know, we, we did a research study. We found out that 93% of uh, business owners overpay their taxes. That's, that means 7% yes. don't. Um, we know that they overpay anywhere between 34 and 71%, which is obscene. Um, and so what you're saying is that this is just another tool that's out there that most people have no idea what it is. So what a great opportunity for me to have you on and, and dive into this. So, so um, can you tell us a little bit about how this functions? So a little bit of my story. Um, I became a real estate investor back in 2018 when my mom got sick. I had $184,000 in debt working full time as a Medicare broker. Worst job in the world. When people turn 65 and find out they have to use part of their social security to pay for part B, nice little grandmothers start cursing you. Hated my job. So in 2019, working full-time, I wholesaled seven houses. Yay, Sally, paid off my debt. I got in trouble with the IRS because my tax bracket went up to 24%, and I had to get on a payment plan to pay for capital gains. My national real estate group, I'm in Phoenix, my national real estate group, uh, uh, instructor Garrett Gunderson wrote a book called What the Rockefellers Do. Had a copy of it. I started reading it and I'm like, the Rockefellers, Rockefellers can save money. Why can't I? Researched it. I found the private law firm in Texas that has the patent, a 72-year-old patent on the trust. 
became their client, and then became certified to start telling people about this. So I do a mastermind in my real estate group that's out in Phoenix. I've moved to North Carolina to be a real estate investor here. And I'm not crowing, but in the last three years, September of uh, 2020 to September of this year, I have saved over $177,000 in taxes. I've done 29 wholesale deals. I have 12 notes that pay on the paper on the house. They pay me monthly to live there. And I have uh, three rentals. I have a crypto bot. I have three online businesses. And my goal is to teach other people. If I can save money, why can't you save money? God almighty, you're killing it. Good for you. Yes. That is beautiful. I, I'm I'm smiling inside with with what you've been able to do. I, that is fantastic. I I, I wish that more people uh, would do that. And believe me, even after this call, I'm going to be talking to you for a few minutes because exactly. I want to really kind of dig into just this. Just give you an idea. I'm wholesaling a house on, uh, literally on Friday to, to somebody else. Um, there's a archaic rule here in North Carolina that I work with: upset bids. I I'm going to make some nice money on it, but even more importantly. I'm going to save $8,900 in short-term capital gains. That's money in my pocket that I could give to a charity. I could, uh, my, I'm helping one of my, uh, my, one of my nephews pay off some student loans. He, he's a chemistry teacher. Uh, you know, just trying to help him live a little bit better, if that makes sense. And that's it though. It's, it's, you are, you are going to keep your cash, right? Yes. The thing is you're going to keep your cash legally. And that's something that, that, that for me, I get very frustrated with is you, you hear a lot about, and I've, I've said it on other episodes and, and I'll keep saying it until I'm blue in the face, you know, the, this, this bull crap about, you know, everyone's got to pay their fair share. And it's, it's a complete and, and total political speaking point because the reality is everyone's fair share is what they are legally supposed to pay. Correct. And so you are taking advantage of a tax code, not because it is illegal or because it is shady, but because it is legal. It is you legally only paying what you're supposed to. You are legally paying your fair share. Exactly. The, the private law firm, to tell you a little bit of history, um, the gentleman who started this, he was a Harvard law professor. He researched it, has a copywritten code on it. Uh, he and his partner started the law firm gave it to two sons, and now it's a grandson. They inherited a trust that turned 350 years old. Before we were a, state, before we were a country, uh, the, this trust has been around for 350 years old, 350 years. The Rockefellers Trust, they call it the office. It's seven generations old, has 400 people under the same EIN or employee identification number with their own separate bank accounts. Why can't we be like the Rockefellers? I mean, my, my family trust is now three generations old, so... Thank you. That is awesome. I love this story. So what would be like the difference between, say, a beneficial trust or a business trust? Greensky Unleashed is powered by ProfitMax. Did you know that 93% of businesses overpay on their taxes? Do you pay too much in taxes? A recent study showed that businesses are overpaying between 34 and 71%. ProfitMax has proven legal tax strategy solutions to reduce your tax burden. I'm not only a client, but I even join the team to help other business owners just like me pay only their fair share and nothing more. Go to ProfitMax.co. That's ProfitMax.co. ProfitMax.co to find out more. You can even connect with me there, as you should. And I'll help make sure that your tax bill is legally as low as allowed. ProfitMax. Keep your cash. The business trust is for 1099 income earners and business owners. I can legally say they are going to save at least 70% on their federal taxes before they take deductibles. Most of my clients are way up to 90 to 95% savings of federal taxes 
I personally, I have three online businesses. I saved 92% on my federal taxes in 2022. I paid 8%. Yay. The beneficial trust is for any investor. You will stop paying short-term and long-term capital gains, interest income, dividend income, rental income, and royalties. I, you know, I'm working with day traders. I'm working with NFT artists. I mean, I, I have one of the most interesting jobs talking to some very interesting people out there. You know what's interesting, Sally, is that um, you're a CPA, right? right? I'm a real estate investor. Uh, my background, I, I, I work for the law firm. So I you're have not. CPAs. Quick, I'm not. We refer to CPAs okay. with either the business trust or the beneficial trust. You're going to file a 1041 tax return, not a 1040. So there's other considerations with it. I refer to CPAs who know how to file the taxes. The people I work with will okay. also teach your CPA, hey, this is what to do. But CPAs kind of don't like me because they're like, you're going to take all the money away from me. I'm like, just give you an idea. In my real estate group, I have six teachers and five nurses who are still working full time. They still file their personal taxes, you know, the, the W-2 taxes, but they're real estate investors. One of my teachers has 16 Airbnbs. All the money she's making on rent going through those Airbnbs is going through the, the Spendthrift Trust, and she's saving that. When she retires as, as a school teacher and has a pension, I can't help her with that. That's, that's other, other taxes. But all of her income from real estate goes through the Spendthrift Trust, the, uh, the beneficial Spendthrift Trust. Okay. So first of all, let me apologize. I, 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 was, I was under the impression where I thought that you might also be a CPA on top of all of this, but the fact that you're not and you're still able to function in this environment as successfully as you are, good for you. That's incredible. Um, so, so, so basically, you know, if, if you're a business owner or you're a real estate investor, this is for you. If you're not doing it, you're leaving money on the table. That is correct. Exactly. Do, do you know about the 2024 corporate transparency act that's coming out January 1st? Have you heard about that yet? The corporate transparency act? Correct. No. Some people call it the CTA. I don't like calling it that because to me that's called to action, but they haven't announced it yet because the federal government's the federal government, not going to even go down that road, mm -hmm. that it's, going, it's coming from the Department of Treasury. If you're an established LLC, doing business as, or a corporation, you have until January 1st, 2025, to file the paperwork. If you start a new LLC, doing business as, or corporation, in 2025, you have 30 days to do this paperwork. It's part of the 2020 anti-money laundering uh, uh, paperwork, if you don't do it, mm -hmm. you will either pay $10,000 uh, for a fine or two years in jail or both. And if you fill it out incorrectly, you will pay $500 a day as long as it's not filled out correctly. The law firm I work for had to do a freedom of information letter to get a, it's called a BOLI, B-O-L-I, to get at this. And kind of scary, not, not, I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist, but they're going to report to the Department of Treasury, uh, any bank account, uh, uh, so a bank or credit union will report to the Department of Treasury saying, hey, this account looks a little bit fishy. You know, I'm a real estate investor. I, money comes in and out quite, quite often through my accounts. If the Department of Treasury investigates and finds out that this is money laundering and they seize the, the property and they sell it, the bank will make at least 35% on the uh, sale of the seized property. So the banks are in cahoots with the Department of Treasury. If you have this trust, you're going to save federal taxes, you're going to keep your information 100% private. No LLC or S-Corp uh, does that. You, um, I can't stop you from being sued, but you will not pay any judgments, just like O.J. Simpson. And you won't have to file the paperwork for the uh, 2024 Corporate Transparency Act. 
it, it it's going to change small businesses. I I I I want to get. I'm on a soapbox about that. So everything within the trust is saved. Exactly. The old adage from Nelson Rockefeller: okay. "Own nothing, control everything." It, it's a, it's an amazing thing. Why doesn't everybody know about this? Great question. I have articles from Forbes magazine that I send to people. In the Forbes magazine says, if you're making $5 million, heck, if, if in my real estate group, my first property that I put into the, uh, into the trust was a bank-owned reverse mortgage property. I bought for $20,000, went to auction for over $64,000. I made $44,000 on the spread. Yay, Sally. On that first property, I saved $10,580 on that first property. I've done 28 more properties in the trust in three years and have saved so much money with it. And the taxes are low because it's all operating within the trust. Correct. And you'll, um, depending where someone lives, you'll, quite a few of my clients are from Texas and Florida. I don't know why, but they watch my videos. But I just help. Uh, she's, I love this story. She had, she got laid off. She lives in Los Angeles County, not the city, but in the county. She got laid off April, 2020 because of COVID. Had three young children. She's divorced. She's sitting there the next morning, drinking her coffee, going, what the heck am I going to do? They have two dogs and she buys them dog two toys. So she started an Amazon store. In August and September, her Amazon store went up, blew up. She's selling over $20,000 worth of product every single month. I didn't know there was so much money in dog chew toys. She saw one of my videos. We just sat down yesterday to discuss this. And I said, let's say you're going to do $20,000 for the next 12 months. With the trust at 70%, because before deductibles, we're going to save her over $42,000 in federal taxes. And then because she's in California, if she gets everything in the trust, she will also save state taxes. Because when I moved to North Carolina, they don't know I exist. My car's in the trust. Um... My, my home's in the trust. I don't pay North Carolina state taxes at all. Where does the trust live? The trust is based in Texas. So in other words, everything within that trust is governed by Texas law. Unfortunately, no. It's on the federal level. So it's got covered by U.S. federal law, not state law. But everything I have, I've moved four times since starting the trust. The, the law firm knows where I am. But if someone tries to research my trust, the only thing they will know, it's a law firm. They won't know where I am because my information is 100% private. And it's completely legal. Correct. So, so, so you know, the person who's hold, I'm wholesaling the house to, they, they know my personal name, but they don't know where the money is going to. They don't know. Here's an interesting story for you. One of my clients, I'm in a national real estate group. I was based out of the Phoenix office. Now I've moved to North Carolina. 2021, I go to my national meeting in Utah. The gentleman who's sitting next to me, his name's Patrick. He has 100 doors in Chicago, and he was madder than a wet hen. The, someone's, retro, someone's dog got out, bit the mailman. He hired, he hired an attorney, and the attorney found four of his uh, 100 rentals in, uh, in Chicago. Mailman got paid $400,000 in liability. Patrick's like, I, that's so unfair. Patrick's one of my clients. He now has 120 doors in Chicago. He know, I, I don't invest in Chicago. I don't know the streets well enough. This past summer, I haven't seen his RV, but I can tell you it's a quarter of a million dollar RV, one of those beautiful RVs he travels around with. He couldn't slow down fast enough for the traffic, hit the car in front of him, hit uh, that she went into the car in front of her. Jumps out, no one's injured, thank God. He gives her his insurance card. The trust owns the RV. The trust pays for the insurance card. He also gives her license with Patrick's name on it. So she sends him a lawsuit 
for $2 million because she sees this beautiful, expensive RV. Mm-hmm. She goes to sell, sue Patrick with because of his driver's license. And Patrick's like, I'm worth nothing. This is a frivolous lawsuit. It goes away. She had no idea. He had 120 doors in Chicago, has this expensive RV, has jet skis, everything else. He's completely, liability does not affect him. Sally, there's a gigantic takeaway from this. And if you had the opportunity to stand in front of a stadium full of people and you had 10 seconds to give them one message, what would it be? Learn what the rich know. Follow the money. Why did a certain president get made fun of for not paying taxes? He has this trust. Well, I, for one, plan on absolutely researching this one much, much deeper. Uh, I certainly appreciate having you come to the program. I think that you've... uh, You've certainly opened my eyes, and if you've opened my eyes, there's a high probability anyone within the sound of your voice needs to be paying attention to what you've just said. So thank you again for joining. And and how can people learn more about you and find you? I appreciate you having me here. My website, www.thetrustisyou.com. And once a month, I do a free, uh, if you go www.thetrustisyou.com slash save, I do a free Zoom meeting where I go over a slide deck and open it up for question and answering because p- people haven't heard of this. They, they think it's so false. You make a second stream of income and then they save taxes. You'll be their best friend for life after that. Okay. So we're going to, we're going to make sure that that goes with uh, your podcast. Correct. Uh, so that way, uh, wherever it's posted, that link is available. And, and Sally, thank you again for joining. Thank you for having me. And thank you for all you did. Uh, I, I, I don't know if you want me to mention, but you are a hero. Thank you so much. I appreciate it.